Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Pod on You Loons. This is Justin. Hey, Pod on You Loons. It's Sam. Pod on You Loons. This is James. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, gentlemen. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. What? What are you talking about? Are you talking about the Loons being a kick butt soccer team, crushing it? Advancing it in the, the League's round? Cup? Yeah. No, that's really good, oh, actually. I'm ordering <laughs> the. Uh, what happened in the World Cup, guys? What happened in your penalty shootout? How come you've never watched goals? Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> or Home Alone 2. Or Home Even. Alone 2. What was the uh it was the was the thing that was preposterous to some folks in our group chat that you'd never heard of Eric? Or what was it? Luke Combs? Luke Combs. Is that who it was, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Sam had never heard of Luke Combs and then we Which it's a country artist. If you don't know country, you're not going to know who that is. Right. It's not like he's Luke Bryan. I've heard of Luke Bryan, but Luke Combs. Listen, you just say a random, like Luke, Sam. Sorry, Sam, you have a country music name, right? But it's sure. just like yeah. random, <laughs> random like, one syllable name. Yeah. And then a generic last name usually, right? Like that's what it is. That's yeah. That's the recipe for a country star. So I had never heard of Luke Combs. I don't know. I'm sure the James sympathizers out there will say that that's the same as having never seen Home Alone or as having never seen Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But I think that there is a significant difference to not knowing some country artist when you don't actually listen to country music. I don't know. You don't watch movies like Home Alone. Hey, in my defense, though, I have at least heard of Home Alone. I had not heard of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's the difference there. Like, I have heard of Home Alone and actively chosen not to watch it. That's slightly different. That almost makes it worse. Yeah, I mean, I never watched it as a kid, so then I was like, ah. Like, you've heard of this great thing that everyone loves and no one hates, and you've chosen to never take part in it. It was a cultural phenomenon. It was great. The first one was great, and then they did the exact same thing for the second one. And it was great. So the the interesting thing that like I noticed was that so Sam downloaded this music app. We we submit songs. It's like this trivia music quiz thing. We vote on these songs that each other pick. I music noticed League. that music musically League is what it's, called, it's yeah. called musically, not a sponsor. And I noticed that when we did the round that we've just done, which is like thanks, mum and dad, and you select a song that your parents have heard. I'd only heard of one of those songs, <laughs> so I feel like <laughs> I'm just in the wrong place. <laughs> Which one was that? Uh, I'd heard of the Bruce Springsteen one. Was it Bruce Springsteen? Bruce Springsteen. Born to Run? Uh, hey, I've got, a, I've got a bone to pick with you, James, okay? yeah. about, about your voting. You can't give all your points to Bruce Springsteen and none to the other people. Well, if I hadn't heard the other songs, of course Did I Did you go and <laughs> check that you hadn't heard the other songs? Because yep, there were some I listened pretty- to the playlist. You didn't so you didn't like them at all. They were just garbage to you. Yeah, they not just, even they a just, point. You can't you can't even throw a little sympathy <laughs> point at somebody. You just Which means go, that you didn't have Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you didn't give Sam or I any points because I don't yeah. think you picked Bruce Springsteen either, right? No, mine was uh, uh, "Hey Jealousy" by the Gin Blossom. Yeah, I voted for Sam, and Sam voted for me, but you yeah. didn't vote for either of us. Uh, sorry, guys. Ouch. That was a great round. That was a great round, but yeah. James is making it all lopsided by giving Ben all the points. 
I mean, Justin, do you, do you, in, in Justin's message, defense. I feel like this is being rigged against me. I think that that's what it is. I think James <laughs> hits up Ben. He's got a side, you know, side chat. And he's like, Ben, what did you pick this week? And then the he figures it out. Love. He figures out. He's like, you know, and oh, what's the best song in this list? That's probably Justin's. No points to that one. That's, so that's definitely what's happening. You're calling the sticks the best song in okay. that list? Hold on. Oh, Ren Dancing Renegade Queen? is a banger. Renegade yeah, it is, is a banger. so good. Yeah. It is a banger. It is not a zero point song, James. Okay. Well, well. So, so here for all the James sympathizers out there, when we're talking about James not knowing things that he should know. He knew Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen, which he should. But Sticks and the Gin Blossoms, I feel like those are things that everyone has heard of. Right? Justin was named after Sticks. Do you want to share that story? Will you? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I take it personally, James. If you don't support my band, uh, you don't you support know who, me. You know who I, I think, <laughs> I have heard, like, the Sticks did, I, I've just Googled them, because just to make sure, the Sticks did Mr. Roboto, right? Arigato, yes. Mister. Yeah, okay, that song I've heard of, but the rest of them. So, like, "Come Sail Away." You've never heard of "Come Sail Away." Cartman Hold did on. it. Cartman <laughs> did a cover. That one was great. Listen to that version. I'm not going to try to sing it like him, but I remember being a fifth grader and finding that very, very funny. Listen, <laughs> the the question I want to know from James is how many points would you have given? this uh this song who who wrote this sam put this in our group chat someone made a bongi song and it is delightful how many points I think it was song? alex from the dummy run okay do you want to sing That's, it for us sam i still as you can probably tell i'm still recovering from a little bit of a cold i i mean if people really want me to to try to do it, I, I would, but I, I feel it, like there's a better. It, I feel it, like there's it, a better singer it, in this group. I guess it's you or James, because I've been told. I'm, I'm I terrible mean, singer. so I I assume that Alex actually wrote this himself. It goes to the goes to the tune of "I Want to Dance with Somebody" by Whitney Houston. It's and this is after Bongi scored yet another brace. It it goes, oh, I want to dance with you, Bongi. I want to win the league with your bongay. Oh, I want to dance with your bongay. With bongo kule lungwane. It's a <laughs> solid okay? like seven. It's a seven votes there. The you, thing, give that, you give that votes? Okay, good. Good to know. The thing, the thing that makes me laugh is that like, he, I, I, like no offense, but you could have at least won the league's with you or something like it makes it sound like he wants to win the MLS okay. us, which obviously would right. also be nice. Well, I mean, don't we want to win it all? Picky. Yeah, we want to win everything. We want to do the 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 three the treble win the we Champions do, League as well. We, we can't. Oh, I guess I thought you were going to say the U.S. Open Cup, which we're we are not going to win that one. No, I'm. Oh, I, I mean, like, you have a, I guess you could win a domestic treble. That's all right. I feel like you can change it depending on the situation. So I agree with you. When we're playing in the League's Cup, it should say the League's with Ybongi. And when we're playing in the MLS, it should be the League with Ybongi. We usually play in the MLS. So I like the way that Alex wrote it. It's implied we want to win it all. But I, I will say your little correction to the League's, I think that that would be a nice touch during the League's Cup. Thanks. But yeah. 
I, I I appreciate that you guys just spent about 10 minutes avoiding the World Cup chat. I appreciate the roundabout way in which you've done this. Uh, the next thing is Justin's five-order, uh, yep. which is the only cup that matters. And that's the League's Cup. So, yep. The best part was when I sent a message to the boys about it uh, and then just got Justin's response of, whoa, what, what cup? Whoa, what, 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 what's happening? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't recognize that cup. No. Um, in 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 fairness, though, uh, England played terribly. Uh, we also had a player sent off for a stamp, stamped on the butt, uh, full on studs. The butt? Yeah, yeah. She was laying down, and then like as she got up, she was full stamped right in the butt. Oh boy. Um, that's at least a two-game ban, if not three. And if it's three, that's the rest of the tournament, which sucks for Lauren James. But you can't stamp on people. Uh, and we so wait. An a- England player stamped another girl. In Nigeria, I put the video. I put I put a I put a tweet link in the in the WhatsApp guys earlier, so you can watch the video. I know but, sometimes uh, you send those at weird times. Yeah, usually when you guys are asleep and yeah. England are, are huffing and puffing their way through a penalty shootout <laughs> to, to try and get through. <laughs> oh man! But hey, Australia looked incredibly good, and the Netherlands also looked incredibly good. So at least there's that. It must be nice. To be James and have three teams, <laughs> and you know, chances are at least one of them makes it further than the US. And then, because if just one of his three teams was, excuse me, guys, if just one of his three teams was knocked out, we would be like, oh, haha, Australia's out. And James would be like, well, I still got England and the <laughs> Netherlands. He would have been, oi, I still got England yep. and the Netherlands. Oi. <laughs> No, but uh, in terms of our fantasy, like in our pickums, uh, I'm not winning, guys. I had England, and th- that's all I got left. So <laughs> I don't think that's going to go very well. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna tell? Are you gonna say that James? Uh, it's James. Are you gonna say that it's Sam's fault that the USA lost because he picked them again? Yeah, this is what we talked about, right? When we <laughs> talked about in the pickums, you guys were like, because Sam was like, oh, last time I picked them, they didn't win either. And then you guys were like, well, if you pick them again and they don't win, we're going to ban you from picking the US. So guess what? Sam I guess. out. Sam, Sam out. out. This, this was kind of funny. This was kind of funny. And I want to give this guy a shout out. But I saw in one of PA's threads, James was trying to get a little Sam out going. And one of the responses immediately was, it was, James out. Hashtag James out. Okay, that was Christopher. So thank you, Christopher. I appreciate you having my back. Hashtag James out. Oh, and, I and, you was... know what, and you know what I put in response? I went hashtag USA out, uh, which completely killed off any conversation in that tweet. Uh, <laughs> that was done. <laughs> I think and I just it was chose to not, go home. not engage. <laughs> yeah, like I said. Ignore. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a bummer to see the USA lose. Uh, you know, we talked about this before we started taping, James and I. But you know, the the last last four or four years ago, the US was so far ahead of everyone, and it's it's been yeah. nuts to see how much the rest of the world has caught up. And I don't think I don't think we can one hundred percent put that on it being a USA team's problem, right? Like that they're not good enough. It's just there's competition now. Right. Like they've, they, and, and I would say that it's, it's because of them. Right. I wonder how many of these other teams you talk to the the girls in those squads and, and some of their favorite players of all time or, or team USA players. Right. 
maybe I'm just making that up, but but I just assume, right? Like these are giants in the game that 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 have helped grow the game. It's a bummer that we won't be three peating, James. But I guess I guess yeah. the silver lining for me is I don't have to get up to watch games at two a.m. So uh, <laughs> you're done. <laughs> The yeah. the thing for the thing for me was like there was a couple of things and when we talked about this right like I think the US has got a little bit worse right like the aging superstars some have already left some this was their last World Cup you got some youngsters you got to get in there but it's definitely that everyone else has started to catch up and and they did a they did a press conference with some Swedish players after the the penalty shootout. And the Swedish players were like, Don't you don't you dare call the USA players bad? Like they are not. Don't you like don't you dare say that they are terrible because they are not. Like everyone's got better and everyone has like that's the benchmark that everyone's tried to get to. And yeah, the benchmark has slipped a little bit, but not all the way down to where it was like the last World Cup. So yeah, respect. And you did play a whole lot better in that last game than you did the group stages, to be fair. Yeah, I set my alarm. Uh, was it a four o'clock start? I think is four a.m. start here on Sunday. I yeah, set I my so, alarm yeah. for four o'clock. I think I remember waking up to the alarm. I turned to Michelle and I said, "I got to get up and watch this game." And then I fell back asleep. <laughs> uh, I woke up and I woke up and I looked at my phone. Like I rushed to look at it, and it was like the eighty-seventh minute. Uh, it was still zero-zero, so I got to watch from there on. But yeah, uh, just a bummer. Just a bummer to see them lose, but well, well fought. I felt like they had a chance. Yeah, yeah, my my alarm clock actually decided to not go off as early as he normally would like to go off. So he slept. That, of course, was the day that he chose to sleep in. So I did catch extra time. He woke me up somewhere deep into the second half, and I watched all of extra time in kind of a haze and was fully awake by the PK shootout. And yeah, didn't. It did not go the way we wanted it to. But yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think American fans have just been so accustomed to the United States winning everything that they've forgotten that that's just not how sports work. You don't win forever. Um, players are not immortal. Players eventually age. And you have to... The United States has been riding this sort of core group of players for several World Cup cycles now. And it's time to pass on the torch and I'm excited for four years from now. I'm excited to see who's in there guys. Did you realize that like Rose Lavelle during the next world cup is going to be on the wrong side of 30? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I'm on the wrong side of 30 and, and you don't yeah, know just the like right that, side like of 30. <laughs> I get that. I, think, no, I, li I like to think we're on the right side of 30, but that's not the right side for a football player. <laughs> I get that. Definitely the wrong side. I'm 35 and I'm in my physical prime. And in fact, I still have goals. I'm chasing Kai Kamara shape. So I get that. Yeah, I get that. That could be Rose Lavelle. I also don't have as much miles on the leg. So shoot, I actually, I still, I still have World Cup aspirations myself personally, but no. Dots or balls? Huh? What's, what's the sport you want to go to the World Cup in? Dots? Curling. Turling. All right. All right. I like it. Wear some fancy pants. I'm just kidding. I no disrespect to the curlers out there that have been working their whole life and I've done it like twice. So no. Uh we'll see. Ship. Let's move on. I 
I'm just treading water here. I have no idea what I'm talking about. So I'll, before we get started, I just wanted to talk about, because I know we're going to talk about specifics of the game, but I just wanted to talk about how how incredible our boy Bongi has been. Incredible. Just that's all I can say, right? Just what an amazing past three games for this guy. What do you guys think it is? What's what's making Bongi explode right now? Ray no so. Yeah, that's I think that's a big part of it, right? That's gotta that's <laughs> it's gotta be right. Like he he was like pretty good and like a little inconsistent. And then you add the wizard, and the man has just, he's just come alive. Like, the connection is just there. And I think the fact that he's, like, not Mender Garcia has helped as well. <laughs> no offense, but, you know. Yeah, well, and we got, like, we can't forget it wasn't that long ago that Bongi's finishing wasn't very good. Yep. And we were kind of reminded about that in the PKs just now. But... <laughs> And don't get me wrong, like I don't think it's fixed, but when you have confidence to just keep banging goals in and you have enough shots, then yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was before if Bongi would showcase poor finishing. One, in many of those cases, he created his own chance, but two, if he was expecting to be served up a nice opportunity, I, I mean, who knows how often that opportunity was going to come. I think that, yeah, Reynoso, and I know at least one of his goals was an assist by Puki. I think that he is getting much better service. So his already explosive athleticism is able to position himself into taking opportunities. And yeah, he's showing a lot of great competence right now. And we love it. So um, I, I don't know. I, I think a lot of it is just, right, he's coming into his own as a young player. Reynoso serving him up some beautiful, some beautiful balls to take advantage of. Yeah, it's working great. Two goals in each of the League Cup games for a total of six goals. He's league, leading the league League's Cup golden boot race right now. Not anymore. A, not joint. anymore. Did Messi pass him up? Is it joint or did Messi no, pass no. him? Messi, Messi has seven now. Uh, he scored <laughs> twice. Nah. Well, he's but Messi's played yeah. more games. So that's true. One more game. So you're right. There's a game in hand there, but. To be in the same sentence, though, right? Like, how nuts is that? To see that list and to see Bongi, to see us have, you know, a scorer that high on the list and have it be right behind the GOAT, Lionel Messi. Our so own nice. South African Messi. Our own South African Messi, yeah. <laughs> we've got the South African Messi. We've got the the South Korean Mbappe. South Korean Mbappe. <laughs> I saw, I saw uh, a, um, yeah, it's not really called a tweet anymore, is it? Is it a tweet? Is it a post? I don't know what it is anymore on Twitter I don't, or X, I or don't whatever it's called wanna, now. I, but we, I think I should we do you guys. a whole other pod about, you, about this, guys? Do you want to? So, so I, so con- yeah, no, I, I think we just move on because it has me so confused. So I, don't I saw, I saw uh, basically a tweet that was saying that the MLS is working to bring Mbappe to the MLS, and I just, no I, I just can't believe that. There's no like, way. Yeah, if he's not going to take a billion dollars from the Saudis, unless he's a huge basketball fan, right? Like we've got that going for us. Yeah. You know, we're just going to give him courtside seats. That's going to be a part of all the, you know, all the packages we put together for these guys. Yeah, come see uh, some NBA games. 
Yeah, it is. It is proper wild. Like th- there was a tweet today, just like three hours ago, that said, uh, "Leo, it's a wild day to be an MLS fan." Leo Messi advances to the quarterfinal of the League's Cup. Cool. Uh, the rumor is Neymar asked to leave PSG and was linked to an MLS move prior to that. The MLS have held talks, rumored talks, about the possibility of bringing Mbappe stateside. Like, what? <laughs> like, That's like 10 years from well, now. I mean, gonna make a... <laughs> I can't believe that's happening. Technically, we're having a talk right now about bringing Mbappe stateside, so... Yeah, yeah. Not Reddit, wrong. Reddit. No one on Reddit posts that we said that Mbappe is coming <laughs> to the Wolves. <laughs> rumor, rumor mill. Okay. Rumor mill. We found a tweet. Rumor Not mill. even what coming we, to the Wolves. What, what, what tier is our podcast? <laughs> We'd have to be at least. I mean, we're not a news organization, so what would that make it like? Tier four in terms of Reddit reporting? I think because we're just random fans, technically. Wait, yeah. what? So tier, tier one is like the clubs and and fabs. No, yeah. tier one is like the clubs. Tier two is fabs. Nah, fabs is tier one, right? I think fabs is tier one. Yeah, fabs knows yeah. he 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 knows before the clubs do, man. He knows. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So tier two is then like the like people like Jacob Schneider and Andy Greer, right? Like they'd be tier two. I think in Minnesota United, we consider at least Andy Greer to be tier one in terms of reporting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. Okay, let let's rewind a little like, bit. Ref- We're talking about Reddit, respected news outlets, I guess, are two, and then like people who know people are three, and then random podcasters like us are like tier four. Who yes. Just, yeah. Yes. We might even be considered tier unknown because people might not realize that we're just three dudes with or, a microphone. Or, or S tier, right? The S S H. Well, they have the S posts, right? But isn't <laughs> yeah. that... No, they have an S tier now, too, as well. Okay. <laughs> there should be a podcast where I just try to make sense of popular apps that I use but don't really get, and then Justin explains them to me. Music League. No, okay. <laughs> Music League is great. Music League is going to be a big thing. I mean, I, I would love it if, if you know, someone didn't give all their points to Bruce Springsteen. You know, that's, well, I guess next time I'll just. That was the only one a... he had ever heard of. So this is what we have to do with James. You just got to post songs from like legendary. I'm, I'm pretty easy to get around. Just. Yeah. Just make sure every song you post is either from Bruce Springsteen or the Beatles or Elton John. Like you got to pick someone that's of legendary status. Someone that sold like. 250 million records or more so just listen as long if as i've never heard that, of them i'm not listening okay if i've never heard of them i'm not listening <laughs> i've I, I know all the good music already i don't know i don't need it anymore yeah <laughs> what do i need more for and there's james apologists listening right now they're like well i've never heard of sticks who's never heard of sticks that's ridiculous or the gin blossoms Right, they're not as big as sticks, but they're still big. They're bigger than Michelle Branch. They're bigger than Luke Holmes, at least back in their heyday. <laughs> I at least oh, heard of boy. the song, even if, Mr. Robasha, <laughs> even if I hadn't heard of them. So that is, oh man, oh good. All right, we, anyway. we got to get out of the weeds. We got to get we got let's yeah, get out of the weeds. Keep it because I want to get I want to get us back in the weeds. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull us out of the weeds to put us back in there. Uh, I like I'll it. Just you. like the old dunk action. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, so 
the, our show overview. Like I'm going to talk oh, about. God, we're now. not even to the show overview. We're yet. not. <laughs> so we talked about a bunch of stuff already. Uh, but we still have we have uh, a bunch of team news to talk about. It was a crazy week of transactions uh, and, and some Monopoly money. Uh, we also have a, a, a sad update on our boy Kervin. Uh, the doubloons and mingos both won, so we'll chat about that. And uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the loons game. But, but first, after the game, what was our game? Was our game Friday night? I think it was Friday night, Yes. Right? Yes. yes. There, there was, I think Jer- Jeremy, you know, sent out this tweet that like, oh my gosh, everybody's everybody's saying that this is the greatest game of the tournament so far. And then Messi just decides, hold my beer on Sunday night. Holy cow. That was incredible. Uh, they also had a come from behind win. And everyone is like Messi is going insane right now. People are loving Messi. How are, are you guys on the bandwagon yet? Are you guys excited for inter miami yet are you watching the games are you still being bitter and just you know angry that he's not on our team i mean my twitter feed can't stop having enough of messi literally all over it so i'm at least seeing all that uh every goal every assist like yeah i mean uh i saw a really funny tweet about uh diego farfan which was like hey i scored a goal like it's like hey we scored a goal assisted by messi like Oh, oh, granddad Farfan, like, which team did you play on? Like, Barcelona, PSG? No, 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 the other team. (laughs) I think I said that in the group chat. He can tell his grandkids. Yeah, He can tell his grandkids that he helped helped Messi score a goal. (laughs) Oops. Uh, That was incredible. You, You made me think of that. Like, the beginning of the game, watching the handshake line, and all the guys on SC Dallas were like, excited like school children yeah waiting for messi to come give him a handshake like i mean you can imagine right like that would happen that would yeah. if, if you know like the, all these guys looked up to him so i can't even imagine how much fun that must be yeah i i think it's cool that messi's over here and i think it's cool that he's doing well over here that he didn't just come over here and you know fizzle out and catch some nba games and you know get his picture taken with some celebrities I think it's cool that he's here and he's actually being messy. I find it very cool. I don't really have enough time to watch his games. Um, you know, I do look forward to when my kids are a little bit older and they're maybe interested in this and maybe interested in wanting to watch uh, whoever the messy is of their time. And I look forward to being able to watch that kind of stuff and talk about it with you. But yeah, right now that's just not where I'm at. So, but I do well, support I just... you having. Hot on you, Messies, as like just, just anytime you want, just get James to hop on, or shoot, maybe even I hop on and just sort of serve you up and you just talk messy to me. Talk messy to oh, me. Oh, yeah, I'll talk, talk messy, messy to, you to, you to me, life. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Stat Daddy, tell me how many oh, successful boy. classes he's had. Mm. Well, he, I mean, it's just incredible. I, uh, I I mean obviously like I'm in, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the experience, but it's just it's just so beautiful to see him take this garbage team. And obviously he brought some friends along and he brought over brought his manager and they had you know they had good players there already, right? But they were so bad. 
and he is like instilling just this crazy confidence in these guys. And if you watch the game last night, they looked they looked out of sorts. Everybody but Messi, Messi, Busquets, and Jordi Alba, right? Those three guys are just they're like they're barking at everybody on the pitch, keeping everybody calm, under control. They were down three to one. They come back, storybook ending, right? Messi, Messi again, again hits a brilliant free kick. Uh, to did that did that get them? No, that 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 just that tied it up to get them to extra time, right? But it was just incredible, and I'm I'm so happy for our league. I hope that, I hope that, that those of us that list those people listening right now, if you haven't watched Messi play yet. I'm sure you have, but if you haven't yet, you gotta you gotta give it a shot, no matter how salty you are, because he is incredible. Also, if you haven't watched any highlights yet, literally just go to the MLS Twitter page because all <laughs> they freaking all tweet is. about is just highlights of Messi. Like literally, it's it's. Have they outrageous. been tweeting about Bongi? I mean, let me check. There should actually, be while, uh, almost as many Bongi highlights as Messi highlights. Okay, that's my first question. Second question: If like. Inter Miami was this ragtag bunch and Messi shows up and rejuvenated them. Does that mean there's going to be like a 90 90s Disney sports movie about them? Yeah, and uh who's the guy that played Sean Payton? Does he play the coach? Uh Paul Blart Malkop. They'll they'll Netflix will sign oh, him. Kevin James. Kevin James. <laughs> yeah, he'll be so, or, or maybe he'll play Messi. Maybe they'll have him play Messi. So put it this way, uh, the last 15 MLS tweets have been about that game uh, in some way. The last 20, 20, 25, like they, all they did was just tweet basically the entire Dallas-Miami game. Let me scroll back through 50 tweets and see if I can find any bongy tweets. Uh, I assume not. Whatever. Whatever. We're flyover country. I don't care. I like it that way. And they tweeted the World Cup. That's fine. That that's fine. World Cup. Bigger stage you know than Minnesota United. When Bongi scores three goals on Messi's inner Miami squad in the final, they'll have to post stuff about him, right? Yes. Okay. They retweeted the Wonderwall. Like the guys in the locker room with the Wonderwall. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've seen that yet. Mark uh, Miguel and they and they did the the penalty shootout against Columbus. Okay, uh, and the win, and that's pretty, oh, in, they they tweeted they retweeted Reynoso, so there is some stuff going on here. They're not just okay. yeah Ramirez, yeah. But the problem for us, hey, they had a bongy brace with like the dance emoji. I love it. So, I love yeah, it. the the problem The problem for Minnesota was they were playing three games at once. Not they weren't just into Miami versus FC Dallas. There was also uh, yeah Columbus Crew uh, who were against us. There was Chicago Fire. Like there was Vancouver. I think were there as well. So yeah, we got oh RSL were playing. So yeah, like there were a few teams that were that were kind of playing all at once when we were playing. So we got like one third of the coverage whereas inter Miami played all by themselves so they got like 50 tweets in a row <laughs> so yes in answer to your question yes the mls did tweet out bongi a couple of times with the dance emojis nice 
Nice. I, I love that Bongi is associated with that dance because he's this amazing soccer player who dances like Sam from Pot on You Loons and makes me happy. All right. What's next? I took so James doesn't have a team to talk about anymore. So James, I'm sure <laughs> Sam's gonna be okay with this. James is gonna give us the team news and transactions. Yeah. Um and hopefully, on on the fact that I don't have a team, hopefully, potentially, maybe, I'll get to see them again live next year. Okay, that is that is the plan. That is the plan. We got to work some stuff out. We also have to shift things around, but we'll we'll try and work it out. Uh, team hopefully news it works out a little bit better than last year. Yes, hopefully it does. Yeah, yeah, we we we're trying to make that happen. Um, so team news to the loons, uh, Kevin Ariaga. Out for the season, unfortunately. Um, torn meniscus, same injury as Lod. Are we? I, I like the notes. Are we back on the fire the trainer train? Uh, are, we, no, are we doing this again? Hold on. Are are we sure he's actually hurt and not just sort of working the cameras a little bit? <laughs> no. The funny thing oh, was Doomsday man. being like, "Why does he always look like he's dying?" And then <laughs> what was it? During the World Cup, he said someone looked like they were dying, and then they got stretched off. Classic. Um, yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, same injury as Lord. Yeah, it's just that really sucks, man. So those two guys are gonna have to watch on for the rest of this season. But hey, guess who's back? Back again, young Grey Goose is back. Tell a friend, the Grey Goose, the Grey Goose, wearing a different number as well. I I absolutely cannot remember which number he is wearing. He had time. eight. Yeah, eight is, back in the day. It is not eight. I have a feeling he maybe did a Kobe. Because eight belongs to Rosales now. Yes. Yeah, it does. That doesn't matter. But yeah, he's Regardless. he's back. And what's kind of cool is, so my understanding, obviously, like you had sort of the ascending Kervin Ariaga come in. He can do a lot of the things that Jan Gregish was able to do. And he was a lot cheaper, right? Young Gregish, we had him on a designated player contract. It was kind of one of those in-between designated player contracts where he didn't really need to be on one, but we had him on one. Could have bought him down. Well, now we're bringing in him in, I want to say 75,000 Gamtam or whatever. Gamtam, thank you, ma'am. That's what we brought him in for now. And so he, we brought him in. He's a little bit cheaper. I was trying to look up his salary. I think... Back in the day, at his peak, he was making about $800,000 a year from us. Now he's a little less than that. I want to say he's about $600,000, and we didn't have to really pay much to bring him in. So, you know, yes, he doesn't, he's not totally like for like in replacing Kirby Nariaga, but he's good. He's experienced. He also is good with the free kick, similar to Kirvin, uh, which works nicely with Reynoso. And yeah, like, welcome back. It's fun to have him back. He was always good to us. So, yeah. And speaking of, uh, yeah, so we acquired him from Nashville for a second round pick in the 2024 MLS Super Draft, which we, 70... yeah, which we've said many times. Those second round picks, that's like a bag of magic beans that we just traded to Nashville. Yeah, the only uh... second round pick we've ever had make any appearances for Minnesota United. That was Hassani Dawson. Yes. 
Sorry, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no. Um, I, I also love the, the Minnesota United tweeted uh, the clip from John Wick, but with Jan's face over it being like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> like, that was also, uh, that's also a good one. So there is some quality, quality, by the way, uh, social media. Whoever runs the Loon social media has been having a quality week. Um, speaking of uh the loons yeah uh the team and <laughs> i didn't know where to go with that segue the team and kamar lawrence have mutually agreed to part ways that was a yeah, bit random for me yeah i mean he has Someone... been gone right he has been playing with jamaica in the gold cup yeah but like yeah. how many guys can play left back now right you know we've got Obviously, we got DJ. We have Zarek Valentin can play there. Ethan Bristow, right? This new guy, Devasi, can play left back. Not to say that Hamar wasn't valuable, but I just maybe maybe he wanted to go somewhere where he could see the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. It's so weird, man. Like I don't just I don't understand that, but um. Yeah, there's likely rationale behind it that just isn't being said, right? We've heard this a couple of times when transactions are made and we're like, well, why'd we let that guy go? And someone more in in the team, in the know, will be like, oh, yeah, it was this, this, and this. Usually a personal reason, right? I don't know. You don't always announce those personal reasons out for the world to hear. Who knows? Um. We then performed some some sorcery, some magic. This one's just funny, yeah. So we <laughs> wait. We received. Well, yeah, we received a hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars worth of gam from LAFC in exchange for the discovery priority of Christian Oliveira. Sure. Who? <laughs> Who the hell is money. this guy? Yeah, from Uruguay, twenty-one years old, right winger. Literally never heard of him. Okay, fine. Uh, then that's not even the weird part. We then announced that we had acquired the rights of first refusal, so the rough, the rough, for midfielder Liam Fraser from Toronto. And we sent them $50,000 in GAM. We then basically instantly traded his rights to FC Dallas and got $100,000 in GAM. So made an instant 50 grand GAM profit of a, again, who? Is this because we <laughs> border Canada? Like we're the closest team to <laughs> yeah, have some I, right? I think it's just that Dallas didn't know that they could buy the guy from Toronto for 50,000 in GAM. They see that we did it and they're like, oh shoot, y'all, we wanted him. And <laughs> so then they had to pay more to get him from us, right? So the the crazy thing is, is that this is a guy, according to, to this graphic that I'm seeing, that has played 18 times for Canada. How is it a right of first refusal? It, like, what? Is this guy not in the league? Like, where's he going that he's playing 18 times for Canada? But he's like, yeah. I, I think that's his. I think those are for 
those caps are he played 18 games for Toronto this year. I think that's what that means. Is that what that stat is? Okay. Uh no, he has actually played 18 games for Canada. Oh, shoot. Was he in the World Cup? Uh, he, let me let me try and work that out quickly. But yeah, so he was from Belgium. Uh he went to like a free transfer from Belgium and then he left Belgium to, and then we bought the right of first refusal and then we just instantly sold it. So I guess we got in there first, but Dallas really wanted it. But he played for the Columbus crew. He played for Toronto. He's from their academy, right? So he uh, he is a Canadian Cup champion and a Campiones Cup winner. So he has two major trophies. And I have genuinely never heard of this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so, just think it's funny that we bought the right of re first refusal from Toronto and yeah Dallas must have been like oh shoot we wanted that I think it's less complicated than we're than a lot of people are maybe making it out to be so yeah so that happened so we we magicked $225,000 in gam out of somewhere um yeah. which which was also hilarious because we buy Jan Gregor's three times with that money yeah just spraying it around like a cash cash can. Yep. But uh, no, it was it was quite funny that the Twitter admin also genuinely doesn't real understand what gammon damn is. Like <laughs> people were like, "But why?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> like, <laughs> I think I think he said, "If I knew, I wouldn't be running the team social media account." <laughs> yeah. If I knew, I would not be the admin here. But uh, uh, speaking of uh, people who are crushing it. Uh, Tani Oluwesi is crushing U U USLC right now. Third hat trick last week. Third. The man yeah. is on fire. That really puts Bongi's three braces into perspective. Yeah. The guy has 14 goals for San Antonio FC. That is wild. Yeah. That is, that is proper crazy. He's scoring more than a goal a minute, according to the stats. That is insane. Yeah, and hopefully that translates into MLS success. I think we've we've seen that lighting the USL championship on fire does not always transfer into MLS success, but it can, right? It definitely can. It's not a guarantee, but it can. So, yeah, well done, Tanny. Yeah. 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 Are those games on ESPN Plus, right? Yes. You can watch. Okay. Yeah. I might have to check out some games because... That's exciting to see, right? To see a one of our one of our one of our up and coming players just crushing it at the USL Championship level. I think I think Heath did say when he made this when he made the 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 loan, excuse me, that he just wanted to get Taney to a better competition level because you know the MLS Next Pro was just too low for him. So you know, I think are are they technically the division below us though, right? Or is is so, UL, is USL is Division Two? USLC right. is Division Two, and then you have USL One, which is Division Three. MLS Where the Next are, is right? also supposed to be Division Three. Okay, gotcha. All right, so this is a step up. Yeah, but yeah, good for Tanny. Love to see him do it in a Loons jersey, or you know, I know I or I, St. I Louis. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I I could be butt hurt, right? But but 
he's a valuable asset, right? Like a guy scoring goals like this, somebody's going to pay money for him. We'll, I'm sure we'll get some gam or tam for him if he if he doesn't wear our our jersey again. Yep. So Sam, in answer to your question, uh, yes, Liam Fraser went to the World Cup with Canada and sat on the bench for 270 minutes and did nothing. I did not ask that question. But thank right, you. Justin, I meant Justin. Sorry. Yep. So yeah, he he went he went to the World Cup and bench warmed for 270 minutes, but he was there. All right. There. All right. How are the doubloons doing, Justin? Uh, they they won their last game. Uh, Cam Dunbar had a brace, so good job, Cam. Uh, they are fifth in the West, so the the doubloons are in playoff contention still, which is awesome to see. What about uh, the Mingos, Sam? Yeah, the Mingos won on the road in Richmond against the Kickers, two to one. They're now fifth in the USL League One. So hopefully they climb back up, right? For a while, they were one and two. We want them to be a little bit higher. But yeah, well done, Mingos. I don't know if I'll make it to a game this year. This will be like two straight years of me not making it to a game, but whatever. If I if I come over next year, we're going to have to go to a Mingos game, all right? Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I also have friends in fun. Madison that go. Yeah. So. Well, and like last time you were here, like we had a really good time showing you the cities, but and granted, there are there are a lot of things you can do in the cities, and we didn't show you every nook and cranny of Minneapolis and St. Paul by any means, but it'd be cool to get you out of Minnesota and kind of take you on the road, show you what show you a good old fashioned American road trip, you know. I mean, we got to the border of Wisconsin, at least. Remember? Yeah, you we got, we got to the river. <laughs> we took James to Stillwater, but yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I very much enjoyed that. Well, cool. Also, well, hey. Well, sorry. What do you got? No, no. Actually, uh, talk about this game, and then I have a quote from Adrian Heath about this game. That's not in the notes. Sorry. Is it Go ahead. about Bongi booting the ball out of the stadium? No, uh, no. Quote. That was also a great quote. <laughs> I think uh, they told us the ball landed. You know, <laughs> it wasn't exactly that, but something along those lines, right? Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, if you get into, get into this game, and I'll uh, I'll I'll float in at some point with a quote. Yeah, let let let's do it. And I I should probably get the kids in twenty to thirty minutes. So, just that heads up right there. Cool. All right. Well, hey, I'll I'll do the lineup. So, we played on the road against Columbus in the first round of the knockouts. Dane St. Clair was in goal. Our back line: Rosales on the left, Tapias and Boxy in the center, and then Valentine on the right. Our midfield of Dotson and Trap, our attacking midfield, Franco Fragapane, Emmanuel Reynoso, and Bango Kule Lenguane, and then up top, Timo Puki. Yeah, it was a this was one of the most fun games we have had as fans to watch. And fortunately, we came out on the right side of it. I was I was doing it in I had to move the TV to the dining room because my wife and Emma wanted to do like a 2000 piece puzzle. And so <laughs> I was, yeah, just watching the game while they were doing a puzzle. It was a great little Friday night. If I do say so myself. Nice. I like to puzz. Puzzin's fun. I've never yeah. heard of it that way. Puzzin, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Here, my, my, vo I have this weird, it's, it's hot outside. I don't know why we have, Post-COVID, we get colds in the summer now. 
I hate it. I need to cough. So I'm going to mute and someone else take it away. So the the part the part that I was basically going to talk about was so it's a penalty shootout, right? Uh, three all after the first three rounds. Then we everyone everyone gets the yips. Uh, Molino gets saved. Garcia misses. Moraria misses. Longwane, you know, hits how, a satellite. How great is this uh, this graphic, right? To just see the the five misses in a row. Holy yeah. cow! Uh, Amundsen misses, and then uh, Tapias finally puts it away for the win. But Andy Greeter just posted a quote. Uh, Manager Adrian Heath on Michael Boxall participating in the shootout versus the crew in the League's Cup uh, and the Kiwi centre-back often tagging along in finishing drills at the tail end of training sessions. And Adrian Heath said, there is a frustrated centre-forward in there somewhere. (laughs) 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 There's a frustrated striker in there. But yeah, scored a penalty. Like, great job, man. Like, yeah. Garcia missing, not helping. Longwane missing, but scored two, right? So it's a bit what, more. What do you think of? Uh, what do you guys think of uh, Dane St. Clair trying to hug? I think he successfully hugged Kevin Molino. Like that was he, awesome. He, he, yeah, and yeah. the ref, the ref was like, not about it, not about it whatsoever. <laughs> so, so he actually after the game. This is also from Andy Greener. Uh, basically, he swapped shirts with Kevin Molino because he he felt bad. That it was his, that it was his shot that he saved, but he was like, "Yeah, I'm one up in our friendship now." And every time I look at this jersey, I'm going to be reminded of that penalty shootout save. Uh, I mean, kudos yeah. to Kevin Molino for, you know, just kind of going along with it. I, I don't know. I guess I would have been upset with my friend if they did that. But can I just say, uh, like, I know we're excited because we won this game, but holy cow! We were really close to Kevin Molino passing it to Christian Ramirez, uh, scoring a goal to beat us at the end of stoppage yes. time. Like there was, <laughs> could yeah. you imagine how? What what would Loons X can't even say Loons Twitter Loons? What would the Loons X community say? Uh, it if, would have been if, Heath out <laughs> immediately. <laughs> there would have been a Heath out hizzy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad that that didn't happen. I did appreciate like the humor of it all, just given how much people to this day love Christian Ramirez, myself included, right? I, I still am very fond of Christian Ramirez and always kind of hoped we'd bring him back. But Kevin Molino, I don't blame. I don't think that that was a poor decision on our part. We tried to keep him. He wanted to go somewhere else. I don't, I don't blame Minnesota United for him moving on. And then he actually has been hurt for them a lot. So he would have been hurt for us quite a bit had he signed a big contract. And so actually we were, we benefited from him moving on, but anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> we, that we got outstatted in basically everything. Um, you know, we didn't get outstatted in though. I love seeing, chances missed. <laughs> I, I love seeing big chances missed with a zero next to it. I think that that's, yeah, Something that we bring up often in this 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 podcast, and that's just the the fact of sport, right? Like you need to take advantage of your opportunities. They are few and far between. So to see us capitalize on all our big chances, that's just that's just a beautiful number to see. Just to see that zero in that stat category. Well done, boys. Well done. 
We won in big chances missed or big chances converted. We also won in hugs given, right? Yeah. And uh winning cojones cojones shook after the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So apparently the the thing with Shakiri and, and DSC, I don't know if you saw this, right? But apparently you don't have the, balls. You don't yeah, have... yeah. So so the the story behind that is that Shakiri put the ball down and Dane like touched the ball and then Shakiri was like, Don't touch it, I'm gonna chip it. And then DSC was like, You don't have the balls to chip it, basically. Uh, okay. So that's where that comes from. They're like, you, you, you don't have the balls to chip me. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, I thought it was like, a, you know, I, Sam and I, we've experienced trash talking of uh, of seventh graders. Yeah. And that's just, <laughs> you don't have yeah. balls. Don't yeah. Have... <laughs> what? No, no, you heard me. <laughs> uh, oh, man. The, the hey. hug was nice. The hug was nice. I, I got to teach, next time I'm refereeing like a seventh grade game of some sort i gotta teach one of the kids to just go up and hug one of the other kids i mean it'll it, it rattled them obviously right yeah. like just give him a hug he won't know what to do <laughs> yeah uh, era, era for, for, uh... plus it'll give everyone at home something to laugh about and try to make sense of it was great yeah but let's look at the bracket shall we um round of 16 so 15 teams left obviously that's how, that's how round of 16 bracket works. Uh, into Miami, already into the quarterfinals, right? Um, interesting thing to note. So there are, what, 15 teams left in this bracket, and only five of them are from Liga Mechies. So five yeah. out of 15 are from um, Liga MX. Is that a ratio that you think is pretty normal? I mean, considering we have twice as many teams, I think that's probably completely normal uh i mean i would have to crunch the numbers right how what percentage of our teams have advanced compared to what percentage of their teams have advanced i think it's the same percentage like we have like 29 28 teams and that 10 of 10 of move forward and they have like a 16 or 17 teams and they have five so yeah i think we're a little bit ahead of how many teams we have advanced right i think so, what yeah. i've like what what i've kind of learned from all this and james and i touched on this last week it's very clear and obvious that the top tier of liga mx is something that the top tier of mls is aspiring to be right it's we've only had one team win the Concacaf champions league that's only happened once, where you have one of our best against one of their best, and an MLS team comes out on top. Traditionally, Mexico has had the edge there. But what I've learned is that their lower tier is below our lower tier. Right? We talked about that last week with, with Playbola. And looking at right transfer marked and just what is the valuation of Liga MX's lower tier, what is the valuation of our lower tier and how are these teams faring in a competition where they're all together? And of course, right. It's early in the season for Liga MX and where MLS teams should be in mid season form by now. So, and MLS teams are also at home. So I, I get that there are some other factors in favor of the MLS MLS teams, but I think we're seeing right here is that top to bottom, 
the makeup of these two leagues is a little bit different. And I think we're seeing that play out in the bracket. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at their table. And and so, what is it? Uh, three, only three of the, only three of the teams from Mexico advanced by beating an MLS team. Uh, the other two beat a team from Mexico as well. Uh, of the teams that are left, so there's Monterey, who's number two in their league. Uh, there's Tigres, who's number five. There's Toluca, who's number nine. Who else we got left? Uh, uh, Quar- Quar- yeah, they're thirteenth. I didn't know who. I don't even know who they are. So, GG guys, good job. Uh, and am I missing somebody? Uh, Club America is yeah. twelve, but they're but they're like historic. A pa- they're a powerhouse normally. I'm I'm surprised to see them this low. Um, Early in the season, too, though. Oh, yeah. three games. They played like four games or something. <laughs> they played like three I games. I look at the fact that they played three games. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at last year's. Okay, so I'll look at last year's table. Reverse, reverse. So Brilliant. Monterey won the league last year. Club America was second. Toluca was fourth. Pigres was seventh. Carataro uh, is tenth. And then is that it? Yeah. So. Yeah, this is this is their best teams, right? Or rising to the top, and then uh, Kiratero is the the wild card. It would be awesome if we win against Toluca, and then Club America advances against Nashville, and we get to host a squad like Club America at Allianz Field. That yeah, that would be, be sweet, be right? That's right. one of the big teams in world football. That would be awesome. So so on that note. I, I put this underneath. I, I said, question, would the Loons host the finals versus Inter-Miami? So, right, obviously a lot needs to happen. But we could play Miami in the finals. I, I looked it up. <laughs> and, uh, James, I want you to read the uh, read the rules for who gets to host games. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> the venues are not decided yet. Okay, good. But the decision will always favor the home of the MLS team who might play in those games or a city with a strong Mexican or Latino presence. Uh, so we won't be hosting that game. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless well, we're against, like, Houston or... Yeah, no. New no. England? New England? Yes. Maybe that. Yes. Maybe the Revs. So I, maybe I'm reading this. Really? Maybe I'm reading Charlotte? this wrong. I, I don't know. Like, I just assume that every big city has a pretty big Latino presence. Obviously, my, well, my, Miami. Miami has a way Miami. bigger <laughs> Latino presence than Minnesota. Yes. Listen, Sam, Miami and Texas and California. Does, does LA have it here? They're going to have L- it in LA, Miami. LA would also <laughs> have one, right? If they had a Correct. team left. Oh, yes. they have LAFC. So that's. In, so it could be LAFC versus Inter Miami, for example, and then I mean that's that's probably what it's going to be, right? Like I don't want to. I'd love to see us find a way, but but I mean, I'm sure the odds. That's the odds on favorite. The brass are really crossing their fingers for like Club America in Miami or or something along those lines. That's what or Monterey maybe because they're the or yeah, I guess Club America too, right? Because they're the biggest one. Yeah, and you know what? The fun thing is they're all on our side of the bracket, yeah. <laughs> like, there's only one League MX side on the other side of the bracket. So Inter-Miami Chivas is, is 
sorry, yeah. Chivas is already out. Is that correct? Yep. yep. So yeah, Chivas doesn't even exist. Guadalajara. Oh, Ch yeah, yeah, Chivas they're Guadalajara. Out. They're out. Yeah, so like the brass would love to see either Club America or Guadalajara in the final. And they'd love to see them line up against either one of the LA teams or inner Miami. That would be right, that that would be the ideal situation for the MLS executives that just want to count stacks and stacks and stacks, right? Well, their their dream would be Club America versus LAFC in the semis going on to play Miami. Yeah. In the final. Yep. Yep. The... So the thing that is, but, but the thing I... that for me is like, but the decision will always favor the home of the MLS team who might play in those games or a city with strong Mexican teams. Like, okay, it could I'm be reading that Miami. It could be in Miami, think... even if Miami isn't playing. I am reading this different from you guys. I am reading this in if there is an MLS team the MLS team has to host because the Mexican team can't because this tournament's entirely in the U.S. Yep. So Ooh. the host will always be the MLS team if it's MLS versus Liga MX. Um, I am reading the second part as in, if you have two Mexican teams playing each other, we will pick a host city where there is a strong Latino presence. That's yeah, the that's... way that I am reading yep. this statement. So but if it's it also, was, it's also, it's also, that's the, they're not giving us an answer for it's two MLS teams, right? It doesn't say the MLS, the higher seated MLS team. It just says the MLS team, like, right? Like this could be that you do, this is Minnesota versus New England in California. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't do that though. No, 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 no. I think Sam's right when it's saying that, that it's always going to favor the MLS team because it's in our country, right? But I think that that second sentence is for two situations. It's for Messi. Yeah. <laughs> and it's for an all Mexico final, right? Those are the two, those are the two situations they're they're preparing for. Yeah, I mean, and I guess like like Inter Miami doesn't have a good stadium yet. But they could play where the Dolphins play or something like that, I'm sure. They could they could make some arrangement. I don't know. I don't know. I was under the impression that when it was two MLS teams, it would be the team with the better record, which would disfavor us usually. But against Inter Miami, we do have a better record than Inter Miami. But okay, maybe this is the messy caveat, and we're just going to do whatever we want when it comes to Messi. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm being, that's me being pessimistic, but I guess that's just. The way, like like James said, right? You go on Apple TV, go anywhere. Who's who is the face of the MLS now? Um, Who's also so, making money off people subscribing to the, the <laughs> Apple MLS boss? Word, Miss Messi. Yeah. Anyway, huh. I think. Yeah, well, probably about Justin it. Justin right? and I are going tomorrow. Nice. Seven PM to Luca. 7.30, I believe. Oh, 7.30. Yeah, correct. slightly different than what we're used to. So I'm excited for it. It'll only be my second United game. I went to, well, I went to the opener, right? I went to the opener, and this will be my only second time in Allianz of the season. I did go to an Aurora game as well. So 
I'm excited to get out. I'm a little bit be I'm a little bit behind the pace that I normally set for myself as far as soccer games attended in the summer. So gotta get that number up while we're still playing. That's rookie numbers. Yeah, those are rookie numbers. This would be yeah, this is besides the year that we came back from COVID, this would be my second worst year so far as in terms of games attended. So I'm excited for tomorrow. Really excited. Speaking of rookies, by the way, this is a this is a good segue. Uh, the Loons have added 23 new players to their academy for the under 15 and under 17 teams. Nice. So yeah, I'm not going to read the whole Twitter thread because there's like a million names in there, uh, 23 to be exact. But uh, yeah, they've basically found a whole load of people from the Twin Cities across Minnesota and throughout the Midwest. And uh, they will train, compete, and represent Minnesota United starting in the upcoming 2023-24 MLS Next campaign. I love uh, these pictures they have on the website. These kids look like they're like seven years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Signing Genuine. their life away. Good luck, kid. Genuine kids. So, yeah, I mean, some of these guys are like, what, 14, 13? So, yeah, genuine, genuine kids. But no, it's, Hold uh, on, we gotta say the first name. We gotta say the first name. Uh oh. Is it Laser or Lazar? Oh yeah, Laser Angelovsky. What about Darlington La- Dixon? Laser, Taser, and Blazer. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Um, I mean Darlington Dixon. Good name. Uh, there's a kid named Great Etienne. Name. I wonder who he was named after. <laughs> yeah, Zayden Mensa. Wasn't Mensa a last name of a player that uh I'm sure Mensa is the last name of some player. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh Melina? Melina. Not Melina. Good luck, yeah, everybody. Good luck. Hopefully yeah. you make it. Turn for you. Yep. Some of them some of them are probably listening right now and they're like, oh man, my name just got mentioned on Pot on You Loons. I'm kidding. Laser. Taser. No one is none of these kids are listening to Pot on You Loons right now. And if they are by accident, they realize that we're just like a bunch of dorks in their 30s. Listing off some names. All right. Well, cool. Well, Toluca tomorrow, it says 7 p.m. on Justin's screenshot, but I could have swore it was 7.30. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's 7.30. I'm pretty sure they moved it. I will be be there with my wife. Justin's going to be there with his friend. Be good times. Maybe. Oh, I can't wave Chad's giant flag anymore. Chad, right after coming on our show, announced that he was no longer going to wave the giant flag. So, yeah, he quit quit on the flag. I won't be able to. I won't be able to impress my wife by showing her my figure eights. (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. I think I think he said at the end of the season he's leaving, right? I don't know. That's some breaking news. I wish he would have made that on our pod. That would have oh, probably also, raised us a Reddit tier or two. Also, by the way, uh, <laughs> the the match is actually at 7. It got changed from 7.30 to 7. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Shoot, don't now we got to get there earlier. Yeah, don't be late. That's, that's hard for people with kids. Like having to wait for the babysitter to get there. And All right. Yeah, it was 7.30, now 7. Don't miss it, people. All right. Well, cool. And Toluca's, they're no slouches, right? They're, they're good. They're good. 
Their transfer mark valuation is about twice ours. They have this kid from Uruguay uh, who, who looks like he's going to be really solid. He's already made, he's in his early 20s. He's already made appearances for their national team. I mean, we're going up against some legit players in Toluca. So hopefully we come out on top. I get to sing Wonderwall. No Seattle fans will be there to ruin it for me. It'll be great. All right. Anything one, one else? More, one, oh, yes, sorry, I one got more one more wild stat. You're not gonna, so th this is a great stat. Uh, Messi is now into Miami's joint fourth all-time top scorer after playing four games. Joint fourth all-time for Inter Miami. They've not been around a long time, but oh, he wow. scored that many goals in four games that he's their joint fourth all-time top scorer. Uh, I guess I guess it's like bring this back to the loons. I think I I read that that Tani Oloesi, he broke San Antonio FC's scoring record already. Like he's the the all-time leading like the 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 single season record for for goals already, right? Wow. <laughs> Got to bring it back to us. Got to bring it back to us. Yeah, nice. I like it. I like it. And Bongi's rising in our list, too. Bongi is pretty high up there now. I think now tied with Franco Fragapane all time. So that's pretty sweet. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making this part of your day. Peace out and pot on you loons. Peace out. Pot on you loons. Yeah, see you later, folks. See ya. Peace.